Hi everyone, it's Steve here doing a little intro because I'm a silly goose and forgot to give someone a shout out when we were talking about gigs and stuff that we played this year uh, because obviously it all happened within the week over literally over Christmas weekend when we played Mansfield so massive shout out to everyone who came to that show and the guys at Clubfest who put it on and booked us because it was a really solid way to round off the year. Um, but yeah, I forgot because... Uh, with everything happening over Christmas weekend, it was a bit manic, and I've—I don't think I've fully uh, processed everything that's happened this week. Um, so yeah, all the love, take it easy, and now over to Alex. Right. Well, uh, I guess we're recording now, so we should probably say something. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's the um, it's the Wolves Don't Sleep podcast season three episode three three, um, which brings this season to a close. <laughs> and once again it's the christmas episode yeah we'll see you in season four <laughs> next year <laughs> so yeah how are you, how are you doing anyway man because it is now the um it's the 29th of december just so we can time stamp this one so prove we are still somewhat in christmas season yeah we are yeah, yeah good man good christmas yeah pretty 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 bang average i like, can't complain so yeah like, same really yeah yeah Making sound like we don't actually like Christmas at all. <laughs> hey, look, when you get older, right, and you and <clears throat> and uh, like when you're all like the the rest of your family that you would usually spend it with are all also adults, and possibly even have like siblings that even have like kids of their own or anything like that. It's a little less. I mean, we don't have kids. Neither of us have kids. No, because as once again, we've, cl- we've clarified two single blokes on yes. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just becomes like another day with your family, I guess. Yeah, no, like, I mean, it's, it, it's, it is still quite nice, isn't it? Because it's just kind of like, it's like an active, you know, let's, let's just spend time with people yeah. kind of thing. I mean, because obviously like after I got back from my parents and you got back from your parents, yeah, we, we hung out. Yeah. We, we hung out <laughs> and we watched the, um, the Raiders-Chiefs game. We did, yeah. Fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Adam? <laughs> and then obviously like when Connor came back from his parents as well, so it was just us three just hanging out for a bit. So, yeah. Um, and we did try and get the dams, but we have no idea where they were, so... Yeah, that's pretty usual, though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty usual. I did manage to pin them down yesterday, though. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's basically it for Christmas. But obviously, due to the joys of tis the season, we've uh, upgraded our gear, haven't we? We have a little bit, yeah. So, um, we're now going through Rode microphones. This is not an ad, but it should be. No, we'll see. Well, we'll see how they sound after this, but it's looking pretty promising for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've the, these these same mics I've seen used by like actual proper podcasts. So yeah, like, most I think of we're them, right. Yeah, and we're not, we're not doing it because we're trying to do this full time because we just do this for a laugh. But you know, it's just nice because we're because they're also not that expensive. Yeah, I, mean, I thought the podcast could use like a tiny little bit of a <laughs> bit of an upgrade. And we're also massive nerds when it comes to gear. Yeah, so that that's <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah, I was just and, like a uh, new microphone. Yes, <laughs> but it also also turns out that it is, it is the season for um for everyone else starting podcasts and getting podcasts give here for christmas and stuff because oh, yeah. i saw this meme that absolutely sent me oh, yeah. it was just like um straight white males buying podcast gear should be regulated the same way guns are <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to prove, get a like get a podcast license yeah get a podcast license because um obviously it is just too easy for anyone to sit and record a podcast but this is the, the good thing as well you know we like podcasts we listen to lots of them uh, why? Why shouldn't we have just 
endless amounts of podcasts that you can listen to and you can distribute them for free as well. So. And, and in that same logic, why shouldn't I have an endless amount of guns? Because you're not in America. <laughs> Correct. It is not my Second Amendment right because no. we live in a semi-sensible country. Yeah. Yeah. For that reason, yes. For that. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we don't really much to talk about the uh, gun laws because obviously we're not a country with guns. No. But obviously, maybe not shoot people. That's kind of a... Yeah. We've brought... That tangent's gone already. Yeah, right, no. move on. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything politically on it, but just like, just don't shoot people, <laughs> innit? That's pretty much a rule of thumb. Maybe don't be a it dickhead. Come, come, yeah, it comes back down to, as we've said before, just don't be a dickhead. <laughs> right, so shall we move on to... Some various bits of news and goings on yeah. at the past couple. Of I weeks. have one that I... links back to the first episode and possibly slightly the second episode. Oh god! Um, there is a slight update on Jay Weinberg. Oh, is there? Having been kicked out of Slipknot. Yeah, because I've and... seen a lot of the um, the rumors of people speculating as to who the new drummer is. One was a bloke from a death metal band nobody's heard of. Yeah, I've not seen anything. I, I may have seen a couple mem- murmurings of new members, but this is um, this is more on a state. This is a, um, I believe, a statement from uh, Clown. Oh, Clown's actually said something um, on why. Um, I'm just trying to read. Let me the part, okay. part of the article. Let here. me um, let me do a bit of a speculation. Zone. Okay. Is it a really pretentious statement? It's very generic. <laughs> like, because it's going to uh, okay. be something I found, really I found the part of the article it. where I'll, I'll simply read uh, the quote. Um, oh, here we go. This is, the quote was, it was quoted on Enemy. Um, so, a reasonably reputable source, I love. I, I love that we live in a universe where it's got to the point where Slipknot are so big that the enemy actually want anything to do with them. It's pretty yeah. impressive, isn't it? Oh, look at that scary metal band. But anyway, because <laughs> they sell at arenas, yeah. Uh, the enemy will cover them. Anyway, what, what did Mr. Clown say? Uh, it says, um, essentially, as they were getting towards um, the end of, I guess... The current cycle that they're on. Um, it says, We are completely in reflection mode, and reflection can bring tears. Uh, re- reflection can bring smart smiles. Reflection can bring energy. Now we are in a place that we never imagined we would be 25 years on. Uh, we're standing really strong, and yeah. <laughs> we're standing really strong, and we're better as people. Um, I think all of us are really, really happy about what we're creating to the point. Um, where we're scared a little bit. Um, sorry, I'm not the best reader, so <laughs> keep up with me. Um, that fear is what we live for, and that's what we've always done. That's why we're still here. Um, this is a really long quote. This, yeah, and, and it's well, not really. It's, it's in two parts. I think it was part of an interview, it's and obviously, not, it's not also not really saying anything. It's just like, yeah, so we've always done stuff, and uh, we're still yeah. here, and we're doing stuff. So here's here's the generic part as to why. <laughs> Clown says that Jay is no longer in Slipknot. Is that we've moved away from things that we don't, um, that don't belong, and continuously moving away from what is in the way. Uh, there are no hard feelings. There is no anger or hate. Nobody's wrong. Uh, no one's mad. We are just very aware of us. If you're a Slipknot fan, then you know exactly what that means. The future is very, very excited. I'm excited because no one really knows what we're capable of, as usual. 
uh, as far as Jay goes, what people need to know is that Jay did not leave the band. And what I want to say is that, um, uh, what I want to say is that we're moving on. Um, as the statement says, we're choosing to do something different. Um, this space we're at right now is a very, very special space. Um, thought about and generated mostly by the OGs, um, indicating, you know, Corey, Mick. So everyone who's Jim Root, everyone who's not died him, or been fired or left. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> so ba- basically, Clowns said it's a creative decision, which happens far too often. And I imagine someone's mentioned that Slipknot, Slipknot want to get even bigger How? and probably pull a Bring Me the Horizon to a certain extent. Yeah, but I mean, Slipknot have been for quite a while one of the biggest metal bands on the planet. There's yeah. no way they can really go any bigger because obviously they've got Knotfest, yeah. which is also a series of cruisers. So you not only have you got your own festival that happens in multiple countries, you also have your own sl- cruisers. Ooh. Why do you... Okay, one, why do you need to get much bigger? And two, I fail to see how you can get much bigger. Uh, besides being less of a metal band. There is quotes. no way in hell, and if I'm wrong, I will, I will, I will give you 10 whole British pounds if, whole, I turn okay, out, right. if I turn out so to So you're not wrong. that sure of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we've seen Stranger. Yeah, that's but true. But if it somehow turns out that Slipknot have now decided that they are becoming like a Radio 1 daytime-friendly band, I think that's it. Maybe, but I would imagine Jay being the younger member wants to stick to the um, the slightly more extreme side of of Slipknot, and um, Corey and Clown and Mick and Jim want it being the slightly older members wanting to move in a slightly less extreme. That would be my take on it. Do you know who also wants Slipknot to carry on being extreme? Uh, us, the listener. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, if I want to... Li- okay, granted, Slipknot do have some stuff to songs, which are some of my favourite songs, like Snuff and Vermillion yeah. and stuff. It's it's good that bands can show range, but I swear to God. But they're also... <laughs> but, so, the, so Snuff, for instance, is also on an album that has songs on it like Sulphur, and Vendetta. Yeah, because it's called Range. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. But um, if you go, if you switch up to doing a full album of Snuff. I think I could hack an EP, but not a full album. Yeah, Especially because, I mean. um, obviously that's a bit too much vague and we are just speculating out of our fucking arses. Yeah. Um, but, and then no way are we experts about this and never have claimed to be. Not like we've just been watching bands adapt and evolve for a million years. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you can kind of speculate to a degree, but also at the same point, you never truly can. Because who saw Bring Me The Horizon becoming one of the biggest bands on the planet? No one. No, no, <laughs> no one. And then somewhere out of nowhere. And like, Architects and Parkway yeah. becoming arena headlining bands. Exactly. So a lot of things can change, but personally, if you're already, uh, if you're already to be in a position like Metallica, for example, who have just played thrash, yeah, since day one. To be fair, Metallica haven't really changed. Exactly. Like the quality of their style may have gone up and down throughout the years. I'm, I don't, I'm not the biggest Metallica fan anyway, but. But the bangers are undeniable. Yeah. That's that's basically it. Like 
but we can only see what's going to happen to Slipknot. But you know what I won't be seeing of Slipknot next year? I won't be seeing them live because the tickets were... Oh, don't get me started on those. They, I mean, it's probably not all of Slipknot's fault no, because I, Ticketmaster I, were involved. Yeah, a lot of this I settle 100% on Ticketmaster being money-hungry bastards. Yeah, pretty much. But you cannot tell me that we now live in a world where within a year's difference, a year or two's difference from when we last saw Slippy Kane in Arena, where the ticket prices have gone up like 30-odd quid as standard, but then Ticketmaster rack up all the prices by another 60, 70, to nearly 100 well, so, so, pounds so they for start, no reason. So they started at like 80 quid, didn't they? They started like 70, 80. And then somehow out of nowhere, the same show go. You're paying for floor standing. Yeah, because goes, um, up, goes up goes up to 130 quid. Because the EU um, have been doing a lot of laws and stuff to do with like, anti scalping and stuff, which yeah. I, which I'm very I'm very on board for. So because like sites like Viagogo and stuff, which were just rescale resell scalping sites, were yeah. owned by Ticketmaster. Now because those have taken dip a bit, Ticketmaster have just come up with some new phrasing about like it's like the more in demand a ticket is they can put the price up because fuck you that's why that is essentially what it is i mean yeah that and at the end of the day that is simply like capitalism yeah i mean the like, worst if you is... if you look if you look at it straight it is just capitalism yeah like, they are well within technically they're well within their right to do so oh, yeah, but also yeah, yeah. stop yeah and also uh don't pay those prices i i looked at it and went uh, I'll think about it, and then the price is shot. But I went, yeah, no, and that's yeah, it. I'm no, just... I, was, I was the same. I was, I was on the edge at eighty quid a ticket. Yeah, to go see Slipknot, but at one hundred and thirty. No, 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 no. Especially because we've got tickets for Polaris next year, and that's twenty five quid. Yeah, Polaris and Silent Planet and Peldusk and whoever the other band is. Like that's a no brainer. Twenty five quid. All right, done. Let's go. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like easy. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of absolutely insane prices. So we know bands do a lot nowadays to kind of like um, supplement their funds because touring doesn't make money yeah. as much money as it used to. So obviously like bands sell a shit ton more merch. Merch. VIP meet ones. and greets are a big thing, yep. uh, which at first I was like very against, but now given um, the way the... Some, the, some bands have done like Patreon. Yeah, Patreon and stuff like that. Um, so obviously like meet and greets and VIP experiences are always a bit of a funny one. Yeah. Because personally, I don't like the idea of paying just to meet someone, um, unless there's something a bit more involved in it, um, before someone goes to my Instagram and goes, didn't you do the being as an ocean VIP <laughs> thing? I, uh, the reason why I did the being as an ocean one is because it came with a Q&A session and an acoustic set, that's, yeah, which that's, was... That, that's fine. One. You, you've, paid, you've paid to essentially go to an experience. Yeah, yeah, which, which I thought was really cool. Um, Ice Nine Kills were a really cool one because obviously a lot of their stuff's like horror movie murder yeah. themed and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They have like setups where it's like um, an entire like gallery of all the props and stuff that they use on stage. So it's like a proper like oh, interactive yeah. again, thing. Again, it's an experience. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you just mean just, but it depends what the bands can offer and stuff. So I, my stance on it has changed significantly over the past couple of years because the music industry has absolutely roughhoused most artists so you know if, if you like a band that much that you want to chuck a bit of extra money just to go hang out for a bit get a couple of pictures get some like freebies but it also helps that band get money that goes directly into their pocket that's pretty cool but then that brings to my next point 
as we were talking about how bands want to get bigger, uh, Lamb of God, obviously, we know, are pretty goddamn big. Yeah, they, they've, been, they've been around. Once again, got their own crews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That small band, Lamb of God. <laughs> Why? What? Okay, we're going to have to like seriously look into where, like, is there just one company running all of these cruisers? Like, where is the cruise <laughs> thing come from? <laughs> I'm going to... But if I tell you what, if we can get to the point where we can have our own crews, no, I'm here. No, because I, I I hate boats, don't I? Oh yeah. Like I I just there's just something about I just have this irrational fear of being stuck in the middle of a body of water. Well, we'll do it without you. Why can't we just do something else? Plane? No. <laughs> <laughs> the whole concept is I don't want to. What, ch- what about a lorry? <laughs> Just cruise, cruising down the motorway. Well, if we do it on the M25, we won't be going anywhere. So exactly. It'd just be the cru- cru- cruise around London for like a few hours. No, it's because I just don't <laughs> like being, just the concept of being stuck somewhere that if something goes wrong, I can't get out. No, that's fair. It's enough. a perfectly valid, yeah. <laughs> valid thing. Um, but yeah, so it, it came to my attention that Lamb of God do VIP stuff. Yep. But the, um, the VIP upgrades, I'm pretty sure, don't come with actually meeting the band. And like when he, many moons ago, when Connor got to meet Chris Adler. Yeah. Because that was literally the only reason he did it. Um, so, but Lamb of God, I've got like an extra VIP upgrade. Okay. I'd, uh, so Are I've you going to got... tell me this is going to cost a million pounds? <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be so angry. So you can pick a member of Lamb of God who plays an instrument, because obviously Randy has nothing to really... Okay, yeah. If you can see where this is going. A little bit. I'm not going to say that Randy's got nothing to offer to the band, but because um, obviously he's, he's a damn good frontman. So this upgrade package is you pay an amount of money on top of your ticket fee. Okay. And you get given either a guitar, a bass, or the snare that was used at that show. So you pick, what? You pick Mark, Willie, Art or John, yeah, and you get literally their instrument. They use. Oh, I see why you say Randy didn't really have a what the microphone. Yeah, the front of house used the worst thing. Oh, do you want Randy's SM58? Like, yeah, it costs like thirty quid. There's been spat into. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, like, it is literally those guys' like signature kit. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Because if you were looking to buy one, why not get it at the gig and you know it got played and stuff? It is just like extreme merch at this point. It it? it is extreme merch. But do you want to guess how much these cost? Okay, well, so given given that um, these guys are obviously obviously playing, I don't know... um, who, which companies these guys play, but they will have endorsements. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all endorsements. It's all endorsed like, gear, so I'm, they would have done a deal with the company to be like, right, we're going to sell these to people and these are going to be signatures. I'm pretty sure all of the guys are on Jackson and or ESP. So big, so big companies. It's, it's obviously like, a big, huge, huge, big, huge companies big guitar companies that can do manufacturing for these. And if it's a handful of shows, you say... I'm not sure. I'm not sure how how many shows there are, but let's say there's there's 20 shows. Uh, so no, it's, it's a whole American tour. Whole America. Okay, so it's their current tour with Pantera. Right. So okay. we are so looking. It's, it's, so it's a big tour, but the companies can cover it, which means that, um, let's let's say, Lamb of Gods aren't paying for the instruments, but. Um, There'll be like the, a deal the com- between the, com- the company yeah. will take fifty percent, let's say. Yeah, or at least I'm, like I'm going cost. to say five hundred dollars. My brother in Christ, you are not there. 
So for Art Cruiser's signature snare, I don't know why this website has given me in pounds, but that does make life a bit easier, uh, especially because these were just for the American dates. Uh, the snare VIP package is £796. What? And then if we move on to Mark Morton, I mean, that's even back to the fact that I'm pretty sure Art doesn't have his own signature snare either. He just has a snare that he's just has for. Just whoever his drum company is. Yeah. Um, so for the Mark Morton signature guitar, it's £1,035. So that is... Um, that's, I mean, uh, that's, a that, ton of money. That's, that's how much you probably would pay for his guitar. Um, I'm just going to fact check that, actually, so then we kind of know what price range we're in. So, because um, otherwise, that would be a bit silly if we were like, oh, it's a really stupid price, but it turns out it's actually how much the guitar's worth. Yeah, so, maybe. Um, the snare is not worth £750. The snare probably is not worth <laughs> But I'm, I'm not 100% sure if it says you actually get to meet them at the end or before or whatever. Um, or it's just handed to you by a tech. It's, let's be real, it's probably just handed to you by a tech. Because I did see that Slipknot were offering similar packages for the UK tour. And it's like, oh, you get your own um, roadie for the day. You, know, you get a, a bloke from Cruise is like, right, here's the stage. I'm Keith. I've been up since five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, the band aren't even up yet. No one is up yet. Um, why has this got zero price? Is this a build my own guitar? Uh, no, custom you, you physically can't buy them, so I can't. The, okay, but if it's a signature okay. custom, we're looking like at least a grand anyway, probably. Yeah, okay, but like so, so I'll, I'll 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 let them off with the guitars, the snare. Um, even if it like if it's if it's not like an Art Cruise signature, yeah. Then either way, it's mental in it. That, it that's that the is, the main thing that I wanted to bring to the attention. Was just the fact it's just that that the was absurd pricings for um, VIP for a VIP thing. I mean, granted, you get an instrument out of it, but that is just insane, isn't it? Yeah, that is, well, it's just extreme merchandise. It it, it is extreme merch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so pra- that's what that's what r- the really big bands are doing. Fair enough. Which is just insane. That's, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, if someone wants to, it, the thing is again. Because bands are businesses, and it all just comes back down to simple capitalism. What? What was? If, it? if people want to buy it, someone's yeah, going to sell it. Someone's someone's going to buy it. Someone's going to sell it. Um, well, just supply what, and demand. What, what was that phrase that you kept shouting me down with the other week? Oh, the game's the game. Yeah, the game's the game. Yeah, the game is the game. <laughs> the game is the game, <laughs> and uh, your VIP packages now come with instruments. That's. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I just saw it at first. I was just like, "Oh my god, we've hit this point the, now." Okay, so here, here's where I draw the line of VIP packages, yeah, or yeah. like meet and greet packages. If it's just a, you get to come on the the bus for a couple of seconds and meet the band, like shake their hands, and that's it. You move on. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're paying like an extra. 50 quid on top of your 25 pound ticket to go meet yeah, whoever. Yeah, 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 cuz um that's... I'm 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 not about that because there are because if it, if that were me, if we got around to say a club level show where people are paying 25 quid to come see us. Yeah. I'm going to be like everybody just come fucking hang. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it literally just be like, like just come like I will buy you a pint at the bar. Like if you recognize me and see who uh, like if you recognise me, I'll be like, "What pint do you want? I will buy it for you." Like, oh, for like, oh, bloody hell, we've been spotted. Um, but yeah, no. So I think it goes to the point where it's like, and if those people want to really support you, then put the goddamn effort in. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> that's basic. That's basically the the long and the short of it. Like, if so. you if you want to pay me extra money for being at my show, just buy a shirt. <laughs> like, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy whatever. You know. Yeah, and like the the VIP package will have will have to be something like a bit more substantial to be like. Yeah. Thanks. Like, like thanks for the support. Also, here's some extra shit. Like, I mean, I got to meet Enda Shikari for free once just by buying an album. At, yeah, rough, at rough trade in Nottingham, they I, actually came, and I'm not talking like, "Hey, man, what's up? How's it going?" Good album, all right. See you in a bit. Like, <clears throat> I had a conversation with Rory C about Logic <laughs> for like ten minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, I I do fully rate the fact that Rough Trade do stuff like that all the time, and also, um, who is it? Banquet Records, who yes. operate in Kingston, because yeah, yeah. <clears throat> obviously they put they put a lot of gigs on and stuff they as well. On, they're they're the guys that put on the architecture. The architect, yeah, yeah, and they do like a lot. I like a lot of in store stuff like that. It's like you come and buy an album, yeah, yeah, and then you get to like like meet, take pictures and stuff. Stuff like that's like really cool as well. Um, I'm I'm very here for it. It's just a shame that like a lot of metal bands don't really do stuff like that. But it, right. it is what it, it is. To be fair, the metal scene is a lot better than others. I've found out for these meet and greets. Like a lot of band, like a lot of bands are like, oh, if you, if you come to the merch desk after, some of it, some of us going to be hanging there. I've heard of like certain pop artists that will charge like, oh yeah, yeah, like, like 170 quid or something like that to go in a room and like shake their hand and that's yeah, it. Like yeah, take a pic- take a picture with them basically. Without us coming across as like massive elitists, he says wearing a black hoodie and a beanie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lol, we like metal. Um, I think it more says about how different scenes come up, essentially. Yeah. Because obviously, like, if you're in a band from like, because we've all been in, we've been in bands since we were like 15 and stuff. Yeah. And you've had to like rough it out. And then when you get to the point where your band starts selling merch and like, Oh, you've got to sell your own merch, and then yeah. you can probably draft some of your mates to help you sell yeah. merch. <laughs> and like, but every but you have. If to anyone do... ever comes to one of our shows and you see anyone but but us, just know that like these guys are like our mates. <laughs> yeah, they are. They <laughs> sell, are our selling mates. our merch for us, and that's just because realistically, they probably just want a free entry yeah. to the show. <laughs> And not tell gonna, the secrets. <laughs> not gonna lie, I used to do that for man. Yeah, I mean to be fair, you you were literally teching for us yeah, before I, you I, even joined. I, I, I would I would just come and be like, oh, just help Connor out with his drums, or like hold a guitar for someone. And that. But to it. be fair, like the amount of gear and stuff that we've got, <clears> and when you've got like really quick changeovers and like really yeah. fucky venues with lots of stairs. Oh yeah, it just it helps out loads. Yeah, just that, to have that, someone that, else. That, that's essentially it. And also, like you can technically put it on your CV. This is not a joke. If you go and start helping out local bands load and do merge or maybe help them organize a day yeah absolutely you can put that down as legitimate job experience yeah, as if, if, hey, as wild as it would be if someone found an employer that wanted to phone me up and be like yo has this guy helped out with your band i'll be like absolutely oh, yeah, the yeah. Best if you want to put us down as, as references for a job <laughs> we will lie for you <laughs> you will probably have to buy me a pint but i yeah, will I lie to you yeah, if i can't, I lie I can't you. guarantee it won't get you fired for it but <laughs> But no, because obviously if you think about like, a lot of the stuff that goes into going to a gig, cause, like we've done stage management yeah, and yeah, yeah. like artist accreditation and just like when we've done our own gigs, like the amount of logistics and stuff that goes into that. Oh, yeah, it's huge. That's a lot of skills that you don't, until you actually sit and think about it, you can just whack that as job experience. Oh yeah, it's like, you know, time management, uh, like stock management. Or people like, management. Yeah, pe- yeah, people skills, like talking to people, sales. That's a good thing about it just and like logistics it's like right we need to get 
six idiots <laughs> with equipment. Yeah, with a certain amount of gear. From with one... a certain amount of gear in one or two vehicles, depending on your budget. Yep. If you can hire a van, if not, you're going to get really good at Tetris. Yeah. Or three vehicles. Or three vehicles. Cases. And then you've got to get them from A to B for a certain time because yep. everything's to a time scale. And then you've also got to get everything done within that day within a certain time scale. That is not something that a lot of people can be good at. No, not realistically, not. And this is why a lot of bands have managers. Yeah, and this is why a lot of bands have managers who then or shout at them. A lot of tours have tour managers. Tour managers. Or like someone who gets incredibly wound up on the day like me <laughs> <laughs> because my brain goes into absolute overdrive and I refuse to be late, wrong, or have anything fuck up. Yep. <laughs> so I become very high strung. But have we ever been late? Probably once or Probably twice. Probably once or twice. <laughs> but <laughs> but for the most part... We for the are, most part, we are We're pretty bang on time. Yeah. So yeah, put it on your CV, kids. Uh, get, a job in, yeah, yeah. get a job in Starbucks. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. Come, come, if anyone wants to tech, come work for us, but we can't pay you. <laughs> we can't pay you, but you will have a very fun time. Yeah. <laughs> you will then also be screaming as to why metal drummers need to have 10 to 12 cymbals at one go. Yep. We're not even quite sure how it happened. We just never stopped Connor. We just kind of no, let him get away just, with it. Yeah. Like, it's because he buys in secret and then shows up and he's like, Connor, is that a new symbol? He goes, no. <laughs> and we're like, Connor, is that a new symbol? Yeah, but then also because we're nerds, we also go, oh, that's a nice symbol, isn't yeah. it? Oh, what does it sound like? Oh. Yes, <laughs> you're keeping that. He's like, yeah, I planned on it. <laughs> right. That about, um, I've got like two more bits. Uh, the other bit was two weeks ago. I want to go see Fit for a King with a Muir throne. Oh, yeah. And the gloom in the fucking corner from, from Ozland. Um, go for it. Surprising no one. Another stacked metal lineup. It banged. End of discussion. Fair enough. That's essentially it. I mean, like, what, else, what else do we say? It was absolutely hog wild. Um, Gloom in the Corner from Australia, obviously, I'm massive fanboys of those guys. Yep. And it was dead sound to have a chat with a few of them during and after the show and stuff. Lovely blokes. Again, just getting to chat to one of the bands because they're just like meeting people that apparently have heard of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, this is our first European and UK tour yeah. and we're all the way from Australia. And me just going, I literally, like, you being added to the lineup, it secured me buying a ticket because yeah. I'm obsessed with you. Um, obviously, I didn't say it in that kind of a creepy way. It's more of a, I've been listening to you for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm very glad that you're here. Um, Throne are one of the silliest bands that I've seen in a hot minute of just <clears throat> absolute aggression. Um, Amure, that's it. That, that's Amure. Send yeah. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Amure who refused to play with house lights. Yep. It, you, you get what you're given, and there's just bangers. And Fit for a King, personally, a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Only because three really heavy bands, and obviously Fit for a King are in their big metalcore chorus era. Yeah. Um, which I'm not against, but it's more like... <laughs> like You've just seen Gloom in the Corner, Throne, and Immure. Yeah, and Immure. <laughs> and then it's just like... Wow. It's like... The, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. But obviously you do kind of need that as like to round off the headliner. But it is cool the fact that Fit for King took out bands like that with them. Um, but the, the set was solid. Um, a lot of massive choruses. Like yeah. those guys can write a chorus. Like, I can't fault it, but just like going from a muir into it. Like it was just, just slightly jarring. Yeah, it was, a, it was yeah. a bit of a jarring change. But do I fault the tour? No. no. Would I see it again? Yeah. yeah. Like end of. 
Um, yeah, right. And I've got my last one, and it's a bit of a bit of a left field. Bit of a left field. Uh, Kanye West's new album art looks like a Burzum album cover. Right. <laughs> <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> I was not expecting those words to come out of your mouth. Yeah, um, it kind of... Because I'm just on Reddit a lot, obviously. Yep. Um, and so I'm sometimes on, like, the popular section and the stuff that's not just the stuff that I follow. It's just what's, ever, what's, what's on Reddit today that's popular. Yep. So a lot of the stuff, like... Because obviously Kanye is just a bit massive, isn't he? So everything that that insane person does. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah. So it comes up. So then I was just scrolling through Reddit and I, and I saw that. Oh, it does. Look at the font. That is... That yeah, is, that is... That's the Burzum font. Right. For everyone listening, just go Google the new Kanye West album cover. Yeah. And, um, and, and then like, even there was loads of people in that thread when, yo, why does this sound... Why does it look like a Burzum album? And then it, I also went in with like a bit of a rabbit hole of comments of there, finding out that there are a lot of rappers that apparently sample black metal, which raises a lot of questions, especially because of the, um, sometimes it gets a bit naughty <laughs> in there, doesn't it? <laughs> um, um, but, um, Burzum. Burzum. Uh, you can't cancel me, Var, because you're barely allowed on the internet. Yep. And he's never going to find this. <laughs> we hope. Please don't stab me like you did your honor. <laughs> That's not how I want to die, as funny as it'll be. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be doing a bit of research at some point of like looking into like, various rap songs that have sampled black metal but it's not just like modern but it's like early stuff as well like mayhem and like yeah, stuff yeah. like that which is just wild if you think about it because like mm. these are guys where like most of the music videos are like i'm really generalizing and i'm so sorry but it's not stuff that you'd attribute of anything to do with like the black metal aesthetics not usually no. but these guys apparently have heard of black metal and then are sampling it which i think is like I think it's really interesting. That is interesting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't me, like, hating on, on hip-hop or anything, because I'm a big fan of it. For those of you who have seen me get drunk and actively put on Stormzy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm the same, man. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah Kanye's yeah, music is actually really good. Kanye is a person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I think that was a really interesting rabbit hole to go down. Why Kanye is... Why his stuff looks like Burzum is a bit is a very interesting, especially with his most recent um, anti-Semitic outbursts, which is also similar to Varg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hoping the two aren't connected, but if you know if the album drops and it says featuring Varg Verkerns, I'm done. I'm going to walk into the ocean <laughs> and <end> it all. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, so that that's um. That's all my topics. That 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 last one went a really left field, and I'm so sorry, but unfortunately, it's happening, and nice. there's nothing we can do to stop it. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> um. Okay. This is this is the big one, isn't it? This is the, this is the big um, the big news are article. We're we talking about it. We got to talk about it. Jordan Fish. Jordan Fish has left uh is, been fired is, is, uh, is no longer in bring me the horizon yeah so we just woke up one day and jordan fish had, like, like i'm still not quite sure what happened other than he's just no longer in the band um <clears throat> i'm just i'm just reading about it now because obviously the statement is similar to the slipknot yes yeah, so similar to the jay weinberg <laughs> one of um <clears throat> bring me the horizon have parted ways with jordan fish yeah, which then you uh, realise so the that... statement reads: "Bring Me the Horizon have decided to part ways with Jordan Fish. We want to thank him for the musical journey 
uh, he took with us and wish him luck in everything in the future. Meanwhile, we continue to work on Next Gen with brand new music coming very soon. See you on our UK tour in January, which is like the most generic. It is, it is also in like three weeks. So I'm going to that. Once again, the tickets do not cost a million goddamn pounds. <laughs> um, um, and and again, with sim- very similar to Slipknot, um, Jordan Fish, he says, "I'm really grateful for my 11 years in Bring Me." I that's that like that was very similar to we discovered that Jay had said he'd been in Slipknot for 10 years. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, like, we're, we're getting yeah, old. But um, you forget how old Sam Paterno actually is because that was his first album. Uh, yeah, you mean when Bring Me started getting good? Yes. <laughs> So in yes, my, we, eye, in we, my, in my I, eyes... Yes, I know Count Your Blessings was a good album, but let's be real, guys. Sempaternal was better. Sempaternal was better, <laughs> and the newer stuff is objectively better. Pray for Plagues does still bang, and it was in for, important for Deathcore. Yeah. But Bring Me The Horizon are doing collabs with Baby Metal, and I prefer that. Um, can we also... I've just seen that they've announced the, um, the title of their next release. Well, they already did that. It was like future human something, something. Post-human next gen. Yeah, just some words which, in it. No, but which is the same as their post-human, post-human um, survival, whatever Hon- it was. Honestly, mate, I've kind of not been paying attention to bring me EP and album probably titles. I've probably been more prepared for... <laughs> I mean, was the last thing that came up on my Spotify with what I was listening to. Is um, is, is that the weird one with the 20-minute long song where all your sites goes a bit mad? No, no, this is the one after it. This is oh, the right. uh, post post-human survival horror. Okay, so I am... Which is the one with um, uh, Baby Metal on it. Oh, Sam, right. Well, I've got a bit of random info here about it that was in our Discord from Adam Clark. Long, um, long time collaborator. So, to the so podcast. this is this is the story I've been trying to find, but right. I don't. I'm not sure how true it actually is. Right. So everything alleged is that it was something about royalties, which wouldn't shock me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the yeah. This is the thing that obviously I none of this is real, and we can't confirm any of this because it's from Adam Clark in our Discord where we only discuss breakdowns. Yep. So it's definitely a bit more factually accurate than the Sun, but I also wouldn't put any fucking money on it. And and something how basically he came back off the off their last tour and he just removed all of them off social media and shit like he just stopped following oh them. okay like he basically got off that tour and just went right fuck you guys i'm out um but i mean to be fair it's not as if he's gonna have any issues finding work is it yeah no realistically like, uh, yeah, with whatever he does like as a producer or as like a sound designer or what have you he he will be like Jay. He will be fine. Yeah, I mean, also you can literally like, oh, so what? What are you doing in the past ten years? Oh, I helped bring me the horizon get massive. Anyway, I will charge you two thousand pounds a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like whatever uh, he wants to do. Like that—that that is essentially it. But um, obviously, we're not going to pretend like we're going to keep your days. This one, just go on the goddamn internet. I'm sure yeah. Lamb Goat will have an interesting story about it. So, yeah. So yeah. So the, there was there was one alleged thing that he, um. He withheld new material from the rest of the band um, due to like royalty disputes. I'm not how, sure how true that is, but also what a way to do it. When... <laughs> I mean, 
it would explain why the album was supposed to come out like what, like a month or two months ago. It has been postponed, and yeah. then it's got postponed for no reason. So and then Jordan I think, Fish that, has I got think that's like, where the almost conspiracy theory comes from that Jordan Fish withheld. Could you imagine the album from from them until he got paid what he was due? Could you imagine if there's like a point where someone leaks the new the new Bring Me album? But it's not like the one that gets released, and it turns out Jordan Fish leaks his own version, <laughs> yeah. and then we've got like the Jordan Fish like read. We've, we've got like two versions. It can be the same as when um when Viart fired CJ oh, and yeah. redid the album, and then there was a bunch of people self owning themselves on social media, pointing them pointing them that they're bigots, but then they're like. I'm only going to listen to the version that's got CJ's vocals on it because it's better. And it's like, well, it's not, though, is it? Yeah, it's not. Um, but if we end up with something like that where there's two versions of a Bring Me album, I would be very interested to hear, like, the Jordan Fish take versus... Yeah, so Jordan, the... if you ever discovered this, <laughs> please do your own version of the, and just release it under your own, because screw them. Or just DM it to us and we'll take the heat because <laughs> any publicity... <laughs> Actually, no, because the sign to Sony had sewers into the fucking ground. Yeah, we would not exist. Okay. Um, Put it on 4chan. Or Bandcamp? Nah, just, just some internet forum. Just somewhere yeah, okay, like... somewhere right. like That's why I suggested 4chan, because it's a complete Wild West, isn't it? Like True. 9gag. Yeah, 9gag. 9gag for, for jokes. Yeah, like, just... Whatever. Or, like, whack it on, like, mega.nz. And yeah, just, yeah. And just post, the <laughs> and post the link on bits of paper around Sheffield or something. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, yeah like, that's it. Yeah, like, proper... Yeah, go for it. Proper go in. Right. Uh, does that bring the... Uh, the news section to a close, Mr. Alex. Yeah, I haven't really got anything else, to be honest. I didn't go on Reddit this week, sadly, but I it's mean, probably a good thing. That's all that I've been doing. Yeah. Just, um, right, so obviously it is the uh, end of the year. Yeah. And we've been listening to music all year. Because once again, we're nerds. That's the third time I've brought that up now. We are, we are nerds. Yeah, okay. we, are, we are nerds. Um, so obviously a lot of bands have released some pretty, pretty top bangers, and there's been a lot of pretty good gigs this year. So that brings like the first round of like a series of questions that always come up at this time. Is like, yeah. so what was your album of the year? Uh, well, so if we go, if we're going in, my album of the year, uh, it's got to be Sleep Token. Uh, take me back to Eden. Take me back to Eden. Solid shout. It is a masterpiece of of music, and all of the anti Sleep Token fans, <laughs> because there are some out there. It's it's like it's almost like an edgy thing to like say that you don't like Sleep Token you because mean, they're so popular. You mean the same people who say Nickelback are shit? Yeah, exactly. You're all wrong. Exactly. Like you're allowed to not like. You're something. allowed to like, not like something, but it seems it seems like a almost like an maybe this is just me, but it seems like an like an edgy thing to say that you don't like Sleep Token. It, it's the uh, it's the man in the bur in the in the burrs and battle jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you there. But but even <laughs> some people close to home are like, oh, I just don't get it. And like, no, yeah. no, to be fair, but, but I, fair enough. I spent a while just being like, I didn't get Sleep Token. Yeah, and then I think it's when they dropped the summoning, and yeah. everything, and I just went, oh fuck, I get it. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. The few people that we are mates with who don't listen to Sleep Token, they're just like, I don't get it, and yeah. that's it. That's they, fair. That's like, fair enough. That isn't having an opinion like that isn't a shit opinion. No. Saying. But it's, it's the ones that go, you bring up, oh, Sleep Token are really good, and there's the one person that pops up from the corner and goes, I don't really get Sleep Token, I just I, don't think it's that good. I mean, to be fair, that was literally me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th I think saying that you just don't, you haven't quite clicked with a band is, a perfectly, is perfectly But anyway, fine. yeah. But being, Same, but being like, they're just shit in it, and it's like, no, you, like, everything's objective. Yeah. But for me, take me back to Eden, 
absolute masterpiece. I mean, I I can I can agree with you because when that album dropped, I must have listened to it about fucking hell like seven times yeah, in three days ridic- like, was... ridiculous how good it is and for like the biggest Sleep Token fans there's callbacks to the first album and everything and it, yeah writing wise and music musicality wise yeah S- Sleep Token are not only I'm still impressed at how quickly they blew up yeah me too but also I'm they... also not surprised yeah they're horrendously good like yeah. they are very talented like if they were a way more boring band and they were as big as they are, I would be there going, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. But considering the fact that they are absolutely all over the shop in terms of what they do. Yeah. So uh, many influences from so many different for places. For a really horny, jazzy black metal band that's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my, it's got to be my, I, I can't think, I couldn't think of when you asked this question near, near enough five minutes before you came over, um, I couldn't think of many albums that I've listened to this year that have come out this year. I, I, I think that's more, I think it's better the fact that I just went, FYI, you've got 10 minutes, watch on the year, you just went sleep token. Yeah. Like, if you spend too much time thinking about it, yeah. it means that the album hasn't stuck with you. I mean, enough. yeah, so like Silent Planet were in there, they released the album this year. Yeah, I mean, like, my, mine is Super Bloom by Silent Planet. Like, oh, okay. The, like, Silent Planet are a band that I've been aware of for a while because of, once, See, again, not, once again, not, Adam Clark. <laughs> yeah, not what I actually wouldn't have guessed from you. Mate, on, yeah, but... Do you want to know my prediction for yours? Was it the Creeper album? Yes. Because <laughs> I, I, went, I went, have Creeper released an album this year? And I went, oh yes, they have, that'll be Steve's then. But Abs- actually... Absolutely valid, but the, uh, the Metalcore albums this year have just been straight out the park. But there was something about that they've... Cha- they've changed the sound a bit and they've added some new stuff to I'm, it I'm a huge fan of the new Silent Planet when they like, dropped the, the two singles which well, what was it uh, it was Antimatter Antimatter Collided then yeah. Anunnaki I just went this yes. yeah, and this. then I just listened to the album for just a month straight but annoyingly the album came out after Spotify stopped doing the wrapped oh okay so yeah, it looks so like be able to see it, on it your, literally yeah, looks like I haven't listened to it at all yeah. apart from Antimatter because no, that's we all know like yeah Anti- Antimatter is my favourite on that album, but the Silent Planet album. The whole, al- the whole album is really good front to back, which I think is another thing itself that when the entire album is an experience front to back, yep. is just seamless. Yep. was really good. I will say that was about the new Creeper album as well, which, which is more like a sexy vampire meatloaf. Which uh, really, is, fair enough. Which is, you know, I also, <laughs> like, valid. I also like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, it's, yep. all, it's all connected. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, but I did also ask this question to the rest of the boys and wolves because obviously everyone wants to know what their opinions are yep. on top of just us two. So I, pred- I, I, in my head, I predicted James's and he came straight back with it, which was huge shocker. <laughs> but for anyone that knows James, he did pick Fatalism by Polaris, which I've got to say is an incredible album again. Yeah, once again, um, Metalcore, doing bits this year, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> um, big up the boys in Polaris. Obviously, um, the guitarist Ryan did pass away, sadly, which is yeah, that is fucking shit. Yeah, that is and, a shame because he was very good. Yeah, so but but, but yeah, so it's good to see that but, Polaris did really well, and also they did get a number one album in Australia. Yeah, which is for, big. With, with good reason as well. Like, with good reason, I'm not surprised. No, I mean, I mean, slightly surprised that it's metalcore, but like they they got best metal, which I'm not surprised by. But then they got an but actual they, number one. They got an actual number one, well, which is similar to which is architects did similar in this country. I mean, like, I'm I'm surprised when metal bands get number ones over here. I'm less so with Australia. No, I feel like fair the Aussies because obviously they've always they start off with like ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Aussies are less um 
bit less pigeonhole music like we do over here because like like remember when I used to beef with the guy on BBC Radio or BBC introducing for not oh, yeah, for not liking metal for just actively refusing to buy metal bands. People um, people in this country love to hate metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just go, um, oh, it's that screamy, screamy, horrible music. Until, but go. then everyone that used to bully us in school knew who Slipknot were, which yeah. which always really confused me. Because I'm pretty sure that some of the some of the people who bullied me in school knew about Slipknot before I knew about Slipknot. Well, then, and then we started, but then the memes started coming up of like people bully us for liking screaming music where you can't hear the words, but then you hear a Rihanna song and you can't tell what she's saying either. I mean, to be fair, I don't have a clue what's going on half the time. Exactly. I, think, I mean, to be fair, with the Rihanna song, it sounds like she just didn't pay the producer enough. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, and also, if you listen to everything through the radio, the frequencies are a bit naff and whatever. But those, those memes were fucking shocking. Like the uh, whole like elitist memes were just like, it's just. Get a goddamn grip. Yeah, and also, isn't the whole point of rock, punk, and metal and hardcore to be like the ant- the antithesis yeah. of whatever's popular? So the whole point is you kind of go, yeah, we just kind of know me- no one's really going to give that much of a shit about yeah. metal, even though there's like millions of people who listen to metal. Yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. just, it's just the social norm. But if you go going, I wish metal was more popular. And then when metal bands do get more popular, <laughs> everyone has a bitch about it. Yep. <laughs> So, it, but but then everyone's a bitch about it from both sides. From both sides, it's just because everyone's just like, "Why is a metal band so big?" And then all of the act, like the elitist metal fans are like, "Why is it so popular? It shouldn't be popular. It's underground." I honestly just think people should just stop talking sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, no. Anyway, it's fucking sick that maybe Polaris... we should. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It's it's sick for Polaris, and yeah, you're right. Shockingly, James is favorite band polaris yeah. if you didn't know if you didn't know james he is very into polaris he's very into polaris um and he finally gets to see them for the first time next year which the rest of us have seen them a couple times i don't think i have you must have done when they supported architects you would have seen you would have been oh no you, you may i wasn't on that tour no you did because i went to the same tour in a different city oh my god it was when i went to manchester and you went to london Oh, we were late for some reason. So yeah, they would have been on that tour. You may not have seen them. I definitely. I think saw it them. was That's because we were trying started. to get across London, which I think was the uh, yeah the, the key the key thing. No, that's um, where I discovered them. Which oh yeah, was supporting no. architects, and that was that was a very good shout for architects to bring them on tour. I and mean, that, yeah, we, as is the rules of metalcore these days. You go on tour with architects, and then you're big. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's pretty valid. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Dan's also like. Put their two oh yeah, no, I in, saw that. Which um, I learned a lot from this singular reply. <laughs> uh, that one take that released an album this year. I did know that. I I wouldn't would. I? <laughs> um, that's all I knew about it is that they released an album. So this year. apparently, take that released a new album, and that's Bing's favorite album, yep. and it's called This Life. Fair enough. Couldn't tell you a single song. No. Um, and also from. Lord Broadley himself. Yep. Uh, his album of the year was Ringo Starr's new album. Um, so I have a slight bone to pick with him on that one, and I'll tell him it's, it... actually, it's only an EP. Uh, look, <laughs> but that's the only st- bone to pick. Like, if he wants to pick Ringo Starr, that's fair enough. But we said album, and he picked an EP. Look, but that, he probably does know the difference. So fair enough. No, he, he no he knows the difference. <laughs> yeah, he's he... doing it on purpose yeah. to mess with us, um, because. Dan refuses to listen to anything remotely heavy. That's fair enough. I mean, also, once again, once again, Ringo Starr is still yeah. doing things. Yeah. 
So it's still Ringo Starr. I mean, it must, it must be nice when you've got the the Beatles money, isn't it? Because didn't the Beatles drop a song this year where they're all holograms? Something like that. I think we talked about it already. We probably did, but it's just it's just it's, it's more like um, it's more like a sleep paralysis demon. Like every time I think about it, I'm like, oh god, the ghost of John Lennon stood at the end of your yeah. bed. Um, the final one. The final one. Connor, Connor comes in with a solid shout of the new Viar album. Uh, partly because fuck you, CJ, um, and also it does bang. It does, so. it does, it does bang, and uh, a message that Connor probably would want us to portray as well. Fuck you, CJ, for being anti-trans, and, and so and how they handled the whole matter was absolutely class. Because not only firing your vocalist for being a prick, yeah. you also completely replaced him, re- yeah, replaced every- him. And re-record the album. That is a top tier within move. like record time as well. I mean, absolute shout to that to whatever the name of the new vocalist is. <laughs> the, <laughs> the bloke. It doesn't matter. He was in um A Version's Crown. A Version's he? Crown. Yeah. So uh yeah. The bloke from A Version's Crown. That's what I've always been. He was saying. now the bloke from Die Artist Murder. Yep, I'll take it. Um Yeah, those are our albums of the year. And I did also ask Adam Clark. Did you? Of course yeah. he did. It was uh Heavener by Invent Adamate. Yeah, that makes sense. And I did actually put it on my Instagram as well to see if anyone wanted to tell me what their albums of the year are. Okay. So um, we only got two replies and one of them was Adam. (laughs) 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 So Invent Animate again. Yep. And um, my mate Caden, Sleep When I'm Dead by Kami Kaho. And I had no idea who this artist was, so I gave it a little bit of a look. And it's like a a lass who's like a one-man band kind of thing. Oh, okay. Kind yeah, of yeah. kind of old school rocky, punky, kind of gave me like runaways kind of vibes. Is it like self-produced kind of like kind of, yeah. Like bedroom produced kind of yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying it would be bedroom produced, but it was very much just like one person doing everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, like it wasn't too bad from what I listened to very, very quickly. So right, kind yeah. of like have, yeah, a, yeah. have a clue. It was pretty right though. So fair enough. There you go. Try go check out Cami Caho. Um not entirely sure how big she is because I did not look at the numbers. Not that anyone gives a toss anyway. So. Yeah, right, whatever. But it was pretty cool. But yeah, so thanks for the two of you who contributed <laughs> to today's segment. Right. Um, your other one, did you not put something about, say something about your, your best gig? Oh yeah, shit. Um, I'm glad you're paying attention because I've, I've just got everything on my phone. What was your best gig of the year, Stephen? Right. Um... As I thought back of how absolutely chaotic this year has been for gigs, but like I said, it has whole, been a mad. Day. It has been a mad one. Um, but like I said to you with the whole thing when you just went, oh, I thought about it, but then Sleep Token was the first one. Uh, for me, it was when I saw the Wonder Years do the Greatest Generation in full. Fair enough. Like just abs, just absolutely undeniable. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna have to say mine was again Sleep Token, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Wembley show. I know a lot of people. Probably went, well, a lot of people definitely went to the Wembley <laughs> show, but a lot of people, if you're listening to us, may have gone to the Wembley show. I saw them back in the beginning of the year. Yeah, it, was it was over like January, February or something. North Lane. Like, with North Lane support, and that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it was in, um, it would have been an entirely different vibe to the Wembley show because this was pre Take Me Back to, Take Me Back to Eden. The singles were out. Uh, well, most of the singles were out. Uh, but it was in Manchester Albert Hall, which is a lot smaller than the arena that they just played and the arenas that they're playing now. How is it smaller than Wembley? I would never have guessed. Which <laughs> <laughs> um, is way, yeah, way smaller. It's probably 
you're talking similar in size to well, you probably know Rock City. So we're looking you, about you're talking at like two thousand cap, two thousand cap max for the Royal Albert Hall. I've not been to the one in Manchester, but if it's anything yeah. like one of like the one in London that I've been to, similar cap, still a fair few people, still a fair, but it was way more internet, <laughs> yeah, int- intimate, it, intimate, um, and given that you've been to Wembley Arena. Yeah, it's pretty big. It, it's it's yeah. a sizable venue. I mean, it's definitely one of those because I know for a fact that you guys, because it was you, Connor, and Adam, yeah, and you guys came out of it going, "That's one of the best things I've ever seen." It was an experience. Yeah, so I th- I think that's I think that definitely speaks more volumes as to why Sleep Token are as big as they are. Yeah, is it they do have the whole package. Yeah, they do. It is literally um, just it's the aesthetic and the songs and everything on stage and yeah. all the artwork and every, everything is a package within itself. See, originally, so originally they did a tour with Architects just before that. It was Architects, Sleep Token and North Lane throughout Europe. Yeah. And I was originally annoyed going because I'm a huge fan of Architects going, why aren't they doing that in the UK? That would have been so good. Yeah, and then it was um, and then, Sleep Token. And was... then it was Sleep Token. But then they dropped, Architects dropped off it and it was a Sleep Token headline with what? North Lane. Well, no, or it was a different tour. No, it was it was when Architects did the arena and it was um, 11 Sleep Token. Yeah, no, I'm, talking, was... I'm talking oh. after that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so just before they did um, the one where I went to Manchester Albert Hall. Yeah. Uh, in Europe, they were on tour. Oh, with it's had architects as well. And you had like, architects God. on it. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why didn't have architects on it? That would have been such a sick tour to go see with North Lane. And Sleep but then Token. you're just like, oh, it's just Sleep Token. It made a lot more. Work. I was really glad that actually Sleep Token got the time on stage because yeah, they cause... got like an hour on stage um, and were able to perform like a yeah, and much just more of an experience. Absolutely everything, which is which is a massive contrast considering that me seeing the Wonder Years just play an album in full. And it was uh, uh, sold out at Leeds Stylus. Oh yeah, which is what like seven yeah. hundreds. Uh, I want to, yeah, maybe if, maybe if a thousand they, pushing like, it. But no, no, it was it no, wasn't like it's, it's, it's way. I think it's like five seven hundred. Yeah, um, and it's just a bunch of like really sad pop punk. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's one, but it's one of those ones where I think it's like similar to like when everyone's just there for the for the one thing that's happening i think that's really cool with experiences because it's just like everyone's just on the same level it's like ha, feelings nice <laughs> um but yeah so that was cool but that, that's the one i really think about is like just off the top of my head i think it's because it's pretty recent but obviously a lot of the ones i've done recently have just been really heavy yeah i mean um, it's always it's always it is difficult when you come to the end of the year and go have you got some best moments of the year or have you got yeah, some oh best moments of the year because you go everything. oh there's been a whole year so stuff that we've done recently like we mentioned the lauren shaw show recently and like albums that have come out more recently than the ones, yeah. I mean, like when I, at the beginning of the year or whatever, you kind of have to go. Oh yeah, but there was like another like ten to twelve months. Yeah, I mean, previously to what we've just you remembered, would, you would expect me to go. Oh my god, when I saw Creeper, yeah, that was my. But it's, it wasn't the best time I've seen Creeper, and also this is going to be a bit of discourse that I've seen on various uh, music genre subreddits as well. There's a lot of new people coming in to go into gigs who don't really have gig etiquette, and that's a bit. I it's a bit weird. I have noticed that a little bit, and I I blame I do blame the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, because, because like, yeah. there are a bunch of um, there are a bunch of people. Or um, are you about to get okay boomed by me if you're about to start blaming it on Gen Z? I'm not on about the, to, on the I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not about. I'm not about to blame it on Gen Z in particular. 
but there are a lot of that generation that turned 17, 18 in I, the I, pandemic. I, I, think, I think it could be like people could either get on to go into shows during the pandemic because obviously we only have a lot of time inside. You start yeah. to go on. And then and and a lot of there was a, there and then was... did age up. Yeah. And obviously the way that we went to gigs was significantly different because yeah. um, I remember getting bodied so by I, a bloke I, at Canada I, Court I, I was like 16. So. I, think it was, I think it was that. It was the people that go, that discover all these new artists in the pandemic and then go, oh shit, we can't go see them. And then suddenly, a couple of years later, every single artist on the planet tours. I, I think there's there's also a bit of an issue with the um, uh, the main thing I've seen is the baddie core crowd. Oh yeah. So it's a bunch of people who've basically you've, got into bad omens and sweet yeah, token and stuff through TikTok, <laughs> who have no interest in the rest of the metal universe. Making it sound like I'm a fucking Disney exec. We, yeah, um, we both do sound like we're a lot. We're proving <laughs> our age here, Steve. But yeah, it's it's more from from a logical standpoint. It's more like you have no entry because uh, uh, most of us kind of got into metal through someone, yeah. and then we go to a show with someone who's been to a show yeah, before, yeah. and then there's kind of like a because I, I vividly remember having a conversation with my mates going, "What do you do?" Yeah, and it's always kind of like, "Don't worry about it," but this might happen. But you know. If you do stack it, someone will get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like stuff like that. And obviously, there is a the whole thing that it, like people do look after each other. Um, but I do, I do feel like there is a lot of people coming in, and I feel like there's been a bit of a, a bit of a knowledge gap. Okay. So this this is not me hating on anyone, but I do no, feel like neither. I do feel like it's from a lot of the stuff that I've seen on, um, especially on Reddit and stuff of people going mainly in America for some reason. Like my issue with the creeper crowd that I had. Was I saw a bit on Facebook where apparently some of them, some people being a bit like aggro, which is weird because Creeper are not a heavy band in the slightest. Um, but I didn't see any of that. I just felt the crowd was a bit dead. But obviously, I've been into Creeper for quite a while from back in the way when they were essentially more of a punk band compared to what they are now. Um, but if you've got people who don't know what the etiquette is, of like people will, mosh pits will happen, people will crowd surf, things are going to happen. Yeah. And there are some people who seem to think that they're going to somehow avoid it. Yeah. Like, it, that, that, it, 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 it is inevitable. You might catch a stray pint <laughs> or an elbow. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, it's, it's, don't, don't get offended that you're at a gig and suddenly you've been sent sideways. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, one of my... It, I was, I was sort of, like, thrusted at the deep end at one of my first gigs because... There was I was sucked into one of those like circle pits that have a gravitational pull. Yeah, you know the ones where you step anywhere near them and that's it. You're the other side of the room, <laughs> and that was because Chelsea Grimm were on stage. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't hate Chelsea Grimm. It's just a I'm, lot run, long running joke between me and Beth. Yeah, okay. Um, long inside joke, but yeah, <laughs> that was that was my first gig experience. Is that yeah? You if you go too much near, uh, uh, well, just. Especially at a metal show, but not excluding anyone else. If you go too much near uh, the mosh pit, you you may get hurt. Yeah, you, you, there's no there's no guarantee of an injury, but you might cat you might cat, cut, you like might you said, like a you said, cat, catch a pint or an elbow. Or yeah, I mean, like a, I have had my tunnels knocked out, yeah. which sucked. I have copped an elbow, but at a club night. Yeah. Which ended up me covered in blood, but it yeah. was a hate breed, so completely valid. Yeah, valid. Like stuff like that. But I, th I think it is a lot of these things of if people don't have any entry point, they're not going to know what to do. And I think some people decide to go off with kicking off instead of just like 
acknowledging like read the room yeah yeah, yeah that, <laughs> like, that's it you could you could probably go on youtube and go how to behave at a metal show and there'll be like a jared dines video about it <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh should pro- we do I'll... that should we start doing like metal show in- instructional videos no but i think it'd be funny it could be funny but no <sighs> i'm gonna do it anyway okay all right <laughs> And you say no now, but you know full well that you're going to end up. I mean, what will probably, probably actually end up happening is that you'll do it and I'll go, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'd... Just you, me, clipboards and a high-vis. All right, okay, yeah. And then a lot of really dodgy editing. Yeah. I reckon it'll be sound. It might be good for the, like, the shorts crowd, like yeah, the TikTok exactly. crowd. Hey, kids, we're going to teach you pit etiquette. Don't die. It should be, to be fair, we should roll in... Uh, Podcast favourite, Adam Clark. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that man... For pit etiquette. That man should be on, like, a no-fly list. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely... A no-Beyblade list. I'm genuinely scared for the current show next year at Key Club because it's sold out. Yeah. God, God help us. Um, right, so that was, like, an incredible tangent, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good. Um... <laughs> so, um... Do you want to play a game, Alex? Yeah, you mentioned something about a game. Apparently, I'm going to play a game. You're so going to play very a game. Intrigued. And it's going to be called Alex Guesses R slash Metalcore's Best of 2023. <laughs> R slash Metalcore's Best of 2023. Okay. Have we got like a top five in there? Or right, there's, like... top, there's top five. So, God, there's like a million categories. There's like a million categories. We're, we're, okay. we're not going to do is, the whole thing. Is the game it'll just suck. like, I guess something, and you see it's in there, and we just go into it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, you've got to guess like the number one of each category. Right, okay. Uh, but if it's a shit category, I'm going to skip it because we do not have all I game. only have one answer in my mind. Is all of them not loose? No. All right, cool. You, you might not be far off with some of them. Uh, so what do you reckon album of the year was for our slash metalcore? Oh, we're talking these kind of categories. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were yeah. just like talking like top talking points. Oh, no, no. There's, there's, there's silly things Al- on here from the Album of the year for our slash metalcore. Yeah, a bunch of dudes don't go outside and listen to breakdowns. Basically us. Um, I, I'm going to say Polaris. No, it was Invent Animate. Okay, fair enough. So the best way to run this is pretend that you're Adam Clark. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> pretend I am the curator of um, Only Slams. Yeah, uh, so Song of the Year. Song of the Year. This is more into your territory. Is it Architects? No, Make Them Suffer, Ghost of Me. Oh, nice, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll give them that, yep. This one, this one's a funny one because I love that we've got to the point in a specific metal subgenre that this is a category in its own Australian album of the year. It's got to be Polaris. It is it? Polaris. <laughs> that I just, one's got to be Polaris. I just love that it's got to this whole point now where everyone goes, right, there's, there's metal core bands in the rest of the world and then there's Australia. My, my working theory of, of why Parkway Drive are the best metal car band on the planet is because they're Australian. The thing is, I was talking to Mikey, the vocalist from The Gloom in the Corner about it and yeah. Thrones merch guy. Yeah. And it's like, Mikey was just like, he does, he's just like, yeah, we just form bands. And me, me and Thrones merch go like, there is something in the water. Like, what are you doing? Like the Great Barrier Reef admitting like, <laughs> yeah. metalcore vibes. Yeah, like, wh- <laughs> what happened in that country? Like, do you reckon it's like, oh my God, right, here's a theory. Right. Right, you know, like, the Aborigines have all the um, their origin stories about like uh, Dreamtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a mystical realm where all yeah. everything was created from. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon that's where the best riffs come from? <laughs> From when they, they like, were they, were they all like 
take a spiritual journey to yeah, the yeah, outback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, when you go walk about, and you some, just get like and you some just, zeros and ones start yeah. <laughs> start you, following them. You come back with a Digitech whammy yeah. and a seven string. Yeah. You're like he's been chosen. Well, he will been, form a band. Well, my working metalcore theory: the partway driver, the best metalcore band on the planet, is because the best metalcore, as we've just discussed, come from, comes from Australia. That is almost undisputed at this point, and. The band with the biggest numbers and the biggest metalcore band in Australia is Parkway Drive. Yeah. That is just scientific fact that they are the best metalcore band on the planet. I mean, valid. Although <laughs> From I've, the research that I have done. From the research you've done of listening to it on your own, because yes. I have still not listened to the last Parkway album. Oh, it's very good. I, I just don't want to. It's, it's like, I just don't. But, but from, a, from a total oh, for, work from, 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 from of Parkway Drive, if you look at discography, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they're up there. Oh yeah, like there's 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 no there's no argument. Anyway, right. Here's a, here's a one. It's non metalcore song on a metalcore album of the year. Non metalcore song on a metalcore. I album. think what this essentially means is there is no guitars on it or very little. Like it's basically not a heavy song. Oh, from from this year. From the all of these there's are from not, this there's year. There's not many that I can think of. Um. I'm gonna go safe and say Silent Planet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the song, but is it Super Super Bloom? Super Bloom, yeah, yeah. Super Bloom is the um, yeah. Okay, yeah, because obviously they've ch- they've like to be fair, bangs. It does bang. Su- Super Bloom, the song does bang, and I really like it. Right. So, and here's here's probably arguably one of the best ones. Breakdown of the year. Then it also says in brackets, provide timestamp. <laughs> provide timestamp. Okay. I do not expect breakdown you to know the, the timestamp for the breakdown of the year, but it's a very obvious one based on what we have discussed since this song came out. Um how 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 recent is this post? I couldn't tell you. But okay. the, but the, the breakdown of the year post is so the mods collaborate this in right, the run up okay. to the end of the year. Okay. So they basically get everyone to vote in it and stuff. So like people are actively going in every day and putting in. I don't know how they word it out, but they have a way of working. So people go, right, this is the breakdown of the year post. And then people go in and put their entries. I have no idea what the breakdown of the year could be. Like this this question should be asked to Adam Clark. Not loose motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> there it is. It's deep in the willow. Deep in the willow, yeah. Because of objectively. Yeah. It's definitely up to the breakdown yeah. of the year. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. I, I, the reason I asked for how well, recent is this post, the post is because um, a very recent offering from Darko US has just entered. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Darko don't really have obvious breakdowns. Darko are just one consistent chaotic sp- Thing. Oh yeah! If you if you listen to the new what Dark Shanghai, Coat, yeah Shanghai, yes, it's Jaluka type. It's Jaluka it's, cross Crystal Lake. It's is just, what it is. It's, it's Darko. It's, yeah. We don't know what's going on over there. No, but it's just Darko. But, it's, but we're having a nice time. Um, this is not one I expect you to guess at all. But solid that it was. Um, it was a category right producer of the year. Producer of the year. Yeah, so I I, th- I think it's cool that stuff like this is is mentioned because no, obviously a lot um, of a lot of the stuff that goes on in the background of making music does get overlooked. Yeah, like artwork, production, etc., etc., etc. So um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a name out there that is probably likely. Uh, I'm gonna say Will Pony. He's not on the list. Not on the list. It was Randy Labouf, uh, yep. Lance Prank, Lance Prank. Not heard of him and Taylor Young. No. So I've heard I've heard of Randy. 
Lance did the new Polaris. Okay. And he he also did a band called Teeth Noise, who I've never listened to. Never heard And of he them. did the Alpha Wolf split with Hardy Absence. Okay. Uh, Taylor Young did a band called Vamachara. Not heard of them. Uh, Tsunami Hazing Over and Year of the Knife. I think Year of the Knife are a hardcore band, so I think it might I be have heard of the name Year of the Knife. I yeah. don't think I've listened to them, but... Uh, very... Very hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Like they play like outbreak. They're, they're the kind of band who end on like outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Th- that kind of world. So yeah. I, I reckon that's where he's from. Oh, and Cruelty. Yeah. It's hardcore bands. They're from Japan. They're actually really scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, Fair I, but I think it's called cool the fact that producers get no, it. No, yeah. Because obviously cool. like, we, like we are big into like a new song comes out and we go, who's produced this? <laughs> like, we, we keep saying we are nerds. <laughs> we are. We are just. Horrendous. We are just music nerds through and through. Um, so we've also got album openers, but that's not interesting. Most anticipated uh, anticipated release of 2024, which is just obviously is Make Them Suffer, Bring Me, Bring Me, Not Lose. I am waiting for whatever Make Them Suffer come up with because you it fancy has been... the synth player. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not because of that. Allegedly. <laughs> but no, like Doom Switch and Ghost of Me were really good. And Doom Switch was brought out end of last year. To be fair, Doom Switch say. absolutely slides. And like Ghost of Me was brought out earlier this year and they have toured and so I'm just waiting for them to drop that release. Yeah. Like, um, or at least la- announce it. And the, I mean, this, this this is ongoing so we're not going to do all of them. Don't worry. We're not going to... Like, how, how, what are we on now? Like over an hour? Uh, we are on, yeah, an hour and 12. Yeah, we're gonna stop and go and chat about some bollocks. That's fine. Um, non metalcore record of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna guess that because you will. Non metalcore record. Non, so record of the year for R slash metalcore, but it isn't by metalcore. Oh, band. Is, it, is it sleep token? Of course, it's fucking sleep token. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't literally. know what. See, that confused me because I don't know where I play sleep token. But I guess you don't place it in metalcore. Sleep token are a band like that exists. Sleep token or sleep token. Sleep token like, are technically a metal band. I would I, I would put them under the prog metal outfit. Yeah. Like because prog is quite vague anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they 100%. have progressive tendencies and Yeah, like I anyone who says Sleep Token are not a metal a metal band is an idiot. Because yeah. obviously they're a metal band. They play eight-string guitars. Yeah, they've got eight-string guitars and they wear masks e. and they're spooky. Yeah. I mean, they're heavier than Ghost, for God's sake. Yeah. And a, lot, a lot of bands are heavier than Ghost. <laughs> ABBA are heavier than Ghost. <laughs> um, we also got... Oh my God, I lost my place. Thanks, Reddit. Um, this is going to sound really bad, but this is exactly how it's written verbatim. Right. And I'm do not cancel me. This is exactly what is written verbatim. Asian album of the year. Asian album. Obviously, okay. that incorporates like so that that scope of of that scope of continent of countries. Um, Asian album of the year. So, like, essentially, it's, it's just three Japanese bands. They could have just put Japanese album. We, of the yeah, year. we talk. So, are we talking Crystal Lake? No, no. That really silly band that me and Barry like, Hanabi. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Um, um, also, oh, no, because no, Crystal Lake haven't. They haven't released anything. They literally only just got a new... They literally just did X Wait, Factor, no, did, but for no, vocalists. Did they... No, didn't they do... Did they do that EP? Not an album. You no, literally... No, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. Literally yeah. Had no, they did... But they did release this year, but yeah. it was... And also, that um, that band that I sent the footage from, uh, Sailing Before the Wind, the one that do all the choreography. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, they're pretty cool. Um, 
So there's there's loads of other ones because obviously like best vocal performance, best guitar performance, closing track of the year, okay. um, EP of the year. Do you want to read out the ones for vocal and guitar performance? Um, so we've got the vocalist from Invent Animate. Yep. Shockingly, shocking no one, Spirit Box. No, uh, I will agree with that. <laughs> and uh, Currents. Okay. There is an ever-loving theme of this where the same bands keep appearing. I'm, then, I'm, so I'm gonna, you mentioned EP of the year. Can I throw Spirit Box in for, the, for my guess on that one? For 50 points, that is number one. Number one of the year is Spirit Box, The Fear of Fear. Yeah. Second is Not very, Loose. Very, both very good EPs. Shocking no one. Um, and the third one was Better Lovers, which is an interesting one. Because mm. I would not have classed that. I mean, I don't think it's metalcore, but I would not class that as metalcore because they are not a metalcore band, in my opinion. But I could he's, be wrong. He's their own, but metal, uh, R slash metalcore say they are, so... Yeah, all right. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> um, best guitar performance, it was Ryan, Ryan Siwoo, Sayu, yeah. Sayu, um, and then Chris from Currents, who's also in Shadow of Intent. I get, yeah. And Periphery. Because it's periphery. I mean, because periphery. Because yeah. periphery. Again, I wouldn't put them under the metalcore bracket. A lot of their stuff has breakdowns in. I, I think. I think again, that again, is. <laughs> I think the way that metalcore has become now is essentially. Have, metal have you core got is anything <laughs> with breakdowns in? But and maybe a bit of clean singing every per- now. Periphery I would definitely put under the progressive slash t- uh, like tech metal. Yeah, like a hundred. <laughs> but they're, they're closer to more sugar than they are fit for a kid. Yeah, like hundred percent. Um. Chorus of the year. This is a good one because um, I agree with it. It's invent animate without a whisper. Right. Silent planet collider. Yep. And then invent invent animate again with Shade. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you seeing the theme? The three yeah, 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 bands yeah, yeah. that keep appearing. It's silent planet, invent animate, and currents. Yes. Like that is just the the rotation now. Um. So yeah, that that's essentially it. a lot of these are. Very long and boring, and we don't want to bore all three of the listeners, but we do have the last one, which we will do, which is genuinely the funniest thing ever. The top three mosh calls of the year. <laughs> and you can top probably guess calls. two of them. Top three mosh calls of the year. Is one of them the This Ain't No Harry Potter and the No, 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 no. It's not the live ones. Oh, okay. So otherwise... <laughs> because that one is incredible. This Ain't No Harry Potter and the half ass Mosh bit. Yeah, well, we'd have uh, Matt from Kublai being like, turn the person next to you into guacamole. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one of them One of them is probably Knock Loose. Yes. Knock Loose, motherfucker. That's number one. Yep. Uh, oh, Mosh Calls of the Year. Um, Next one's for a band that have come back that I was, well, I don't really listen to at all. I'm probably not going to guess it. That's the uh, a plotting you, forgotten. Okay, that's I've I've not. I'm, even... just, I'm slowly realizing how much new metalcore I haven't listened I'm to. I'm pretty this sure year. the plotting you've been around for ages. Um, but also, yeah, we don't just listen to metalcore. No, like no. Um, the Eagles came on my Spotify Wrapped for another year running. Yeah, and um, uh, number three. Is it in, by any chance? Is it either invent anime or currents? No, it's not loose. Everything is quiet now. <laughs> it's literally and again the title. The title of the song, "Everything Is Quiet." And to be fair, that hits so hard. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that, that's essentially it. There's like other ones like artwork, which is invent anime currents. <laughs> So if there are three bands that you listen to this year, 
Invent, animate, currents, and silent planet. And that's it. That's metalcore. Right, that's okay. All you need, that's all you need to know. And then uh, the non-metalcore is sleep token. <laughs> sleep token. And listen to Spirit Box for good measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Polaris. Yeah, and Polaris. And that's essentially it. That's essentially metalcore of 2023. Yeah, and then uh, so that's it. Oh, there is like, or buried all the way down here is American Album of the Year. Do you want to guess what the American Album of the Year is? No, not really. Invent anime. Invent anime. Silent Planet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Have we got a UK album of the year? Yeah, we do. It's literally here. Do you want to guess who it was? Too oh. slow. It's, it's Barry Tomorrow. Yeah. They, they released yeah. an album this year, but it happened. It was no, right no, at the beginning, no, they, it? no, they did. And it is a very good album. I forgot about that album. It's about the only band in the UK that... Well, it, it, Sleeps have released this year. It's not been an album. Well, the other two were Graphic um, Nature, who I've not really listened to, and a band called Cauldron, um, who I've never listened to. Yeah, so UK bands have released non-albums this year. So we've got Sleeps, Architects have released. Um, was Malev's album? No, Malev's album was last nope. year. I also realize a lot of this is blending into the hardcore territory because, once again, what does the core stand for in metalcore, Alex? Hardcore. Hardcore. Yep, it's not, not a trick question this time. <laughs> not a trick question. Uh, but yeah, so thus, um, thus concludes think, uh, Alex that... plays r slash metalcore's <laughs> best of 2023 <laughs> and the prize is the can of monster that I brought you earlier. Yeah, thanks, mate. You're welcome. Which I've already opened and drank some of. Yep, you're welcome. Um, I think this concludes this podcast, if I'm honest. Um, we... Have we got anything else that we want to like randomly talk about quickly? Have you got any aspirations for next year? Aspirations new, next year. New um, Year's resolution for the band, should we say? <laughs> what, just for me? I mean, because all the ones for me personally. I mean, but... you can say personal ones, but I don't want to press you into that one. Um, I mean, my personal aspirations is to carry on being sick. Okay. Um, That's a good one. I mean, I've got... I mean, the annoying thing is, is literally because we have near enough everything back for our next EP. So, <laughs> so unfortunately... Re- realist- realistically, so what, what I'll say is that last year, um, as, an, as an artist or musician or whatever, I had set one goal for myself, which was release some form of music somewhere. And we have done nothing. And we've done... So... <laughs> And so, but that was either as like a solo musician or having like joined Wolves properly or anything like that. So, but halfway through the year, as I started, as we started going, you know what, actually, like this could, like, like I could, you know, I could make, you know, I could essentially become like a member of Wolves. And I was like, right, cool, sorted. We've got the EP on the way. That basically solves my. My my one goal of releasing music for this year, and what did we not do, Steve? Release, Release music this year because for some so. unknown reason, this is absolutely no hate to anyone at all. But for some unknown reason, Wolves in our many many years of existence, as you will come to, as you already know anyway from just hanging out with us and stuff, we're cursed, aren't we? Yes, we are. Like, but it's fine. It's fine. Like, stuff is happening. Yeah, we like will have a release next year. It's one of those like, no, and if we don't, I will walk into the sea. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, like I said, the thing is like, there is absolutely no hate because shit just does happen. Yeah. But it's just really funny because it's just like the amount of absolutely really silly things that happen to us as a group of people. It is like it's been ridiculous. Like, anyway. there is. It's like every time, every time that we do something, we're like, right, sick. Let's get the next thing rolling. Yeah, and then. Something else will something break. Happen. Something happens, and we're just like something oh happens to, to derail it. So essentially, my personal goals for the year, 
um, is that meme of like crossing out 2023 and putting 2024 on on the top <laughs> of your goals for the year? I mean, to be fair, like we haven't had a bad year considering that we've quote unquote done nothing because we played a lot of really cool shows. We did, yeah. We've played a few and shows. And to be fair, like filming the video was sick. Filming the video was very good. And, and just, we have the product back. And we have very, the video. Very, very good. Um, which will come on to the meme that I'm going to finish the podcast with. But it's ultimately, I think the main thing about creating art, um, especially at a level where you barely make money for it, um, if at all. If at all. I mean, ob- massive shout out to everyone who's come to say us at the, uh, the last few gigs and stuff. Big up the 0161. And big even up bigger shout out to anyone that's ever bought, bought merch because that is yeah, the main way. That was that the main thing. Like, we, considering that we have not put out any new material in a while since Clarity, and that was midway through the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so tough time to release anything. <laughs> sometimes leave anything, but Bossman was adamant we were getting shit done, and, bo- and whatever Bossman wants, Bossman gets. Yeah, essentially. Uh, that is the joys of having a manager, folks, is like you have someone to kick your ass into gear and get shit done, which is what's needed for guys like us as well, who sometimes have a lack of confidence and we kind of feel like we're not going to get anywhere and we're hitting the wall and stuff and it's it's a level of vulnerability that comes in when you put yourself out into the world and i did have i did have to think about it um earlier actually because i have realized that sometimes people think i might be very standoffish in terms of how i am with other people in the music scene and stuff which i'm not like i want to work with as many people as i physically can but then i kind of cast my mind back to the first wolves ep and when we dropped that, we were getting like hate comments from people in other bands and stuff. And I was just like, so it's not as if like I, I'm actively being standoffish because I don't like anywhere I think I'm better than everyone. It's the problem is like my first foray into doing, <laughs> doing band stuff like actually properly, like actually releasing an EP and actually put myself into the world. I was, let with a, I was met with a shit ton of negativity yeah, yeah. for quite frankly no reason because it's only in the past couple of years that i've become a dickhead <laughs> that's a joke i'm, I'm actually quite a nice person <laughs> but, on the outside on the outside um but yeah so it, it's stuff like that that made me think of, and i was kind of like jesus christ one of the local music scenes as it's up and downs it's just like oh yeah i've heard of that band oh the rest of the comment on the facebook post this is shit i'm like what have i ever done to you <laughs> yeah so just weird stuff like that but um back to my original point um yeah, thanks for still caring. It really means a lot. Like, yeah. obviously, we still get booked for some shows, like the guys at the 0161 in Mank and everyone else who's booked with us. I'm big up the guys at uh, Mangata in Knots. Um, yeah. Who still book us. Uh, probably under threat of death since we know where Chris lives. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> That's a joke I wouldn't threaten him. <laughs> but we've, we've known Chris for like a really long time. Oh, yeah, so both the fact of that he, he still gives enough of a shit to keep putting us on shows and people still come turning up is pretty sick. Um, but annoyingly, I've got to say the thing, things are coming, not big things, but like average size <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. I think, we, yeah. Good thing to end on stuff is coming next year. We have it all back. Like, we have the material ready to go, but the video the, the is, pro- the video exists. Yeah. The EP exists. The artwork we, is like nearly done. Yep. Yeah. But I've physically seen the artwork, yep. so it's real. We have it, we have it, but things take time. Things, Please th- be patient. Things take time, <laughs> but for some unknown reason, it takes us longer, and I'm not sure quite why that is. But yeah, please be patient. <laughs> Stuff is coming. 
I'm going to, I'm going to say very soon. Yeah. That's, that's the closest I can give you at the moment. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a bit of background without going too much into it. Cause obviously we are trying to wrap this up cause we have been chatting bollocks yep. for a long time. Because of the nature of everything that we do is because if we wanted to, I'm pretty sure we covered this in episode one, if we want to, or just a conversation we've had, if, if I'm repeating myself from a previous episode, I'm sorry, I've slept since then. Um, if we wanted to, I could literally go and upload the EP to, to DistroKid yeah. today. Yep. If I wanted to. Yep. But we have put in far too much work and we have been a band for far too long that we're not going to do we've chosen. Properly. We've essentially chosen to go down the route of we'll do it right. Yeah. So like, well, there's going to be like a PR thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're not going to bore you with it. But you know all the thing that the proper bands do? Yeah, we're, we're trying, trying to, to be that. a proper band. So we're trying to be a big boy band. We're trying to be a big boy Please band. Please bear with us. It is coming. Yeah, that's essentially it. So um, if you've got to this far in the podcast and you've got... Well, you've, congratulations, you've completed season three of the Wolves <laughs> Don't Sleep podcast. I still think we're going to try and make it... Or the, I'm still, still going to try and make it the record and make it for four in season three. Or we should just not do seasons anymore. <laughs> or this is the last season we ever do and everything from now is just season three. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's just do that. Okay, it's not... <laughs> Well done for making it this far. <laughs> this is now season three forever. Season three, season three colon infinite. Like all the like like all the games that you play that have infinite on the end. It's like a Metal Gear Solid game. Wolves Don't Sleep Podcast. It's, it's the Wolves Don't Sleep Podcast season three infinite <laughs> with new game plus <laughs> produced by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> Goodbye, internet.